Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of KT Takes with your girl Kim. Oh, and Tay. Oh my god, Tay, I'm Kim. My bad. <laughs> That's okay, okay, guys. Y'all know who we are. <laughs> That's cute, though. I like that. <laughs> I told myself, Kim, don't go on this episode today and do that. <laughs> but it's okay. It's cool. Yeah, so last week we talked about, we wrapped up our discussion on spiritual gifts, and that was a really good talk. Oh, yeah, I loved it. My sister was on the podcast, and I think she did a really good job. I mean, yeah, she's getting a degree in theology. (laughs) I hope she... No, I'm saying, no, she she really is a very eloquent speaker Mm -hmm. and very passionate in her service for God. So I really appreciate her being on the podcast yesterday. Amen. Oh, uh, last week. Yeah. It feels like yesterday. Yes, it does. <laughs> but um, I guess we can jump into current events like we've always been doing. I haven't noticed anything too crazy besides um, there's like a baby formula shortage. And I, yeah. I don't have children, obviously. <laughs> but, Neither does yeah. Kim, but like, I feel for all the mothers out there. Same, sending prayers prayers to all the mothers out there you know with the baby formula shortage and everything going on in our country right now with inflation Mm -hmm. and price gouging and it's just very difficult all around yeah so we just want to send you know our prayers out to all of those who are struggling right now amen and I think that's super important like to stay grounded and not just think of ourselves but think about others who are going through Things that we might ever ever go through, but just there are brothers and sisters in Christ. We should we should keep Most them. definitely. Because yeah. actually, I was in well, not was <laughs> I'm in a, a service sorority. So uh, shout out to any gamma sigma sigmas that might be listening out there. <laughs> but um, so we always did a lot of service, and one of the biggest thing, things that we did in volunteering was um, giving to food pantries, and mm-hmm. so what we've been hearing a lot lately in the news as well is that food pantries uh, are seeing significant um, they're seeing low rates in the amount of food that they have on hand to give out to people so you know if you do have things and, and you can donate please do because there are shortages going on all over the country wow yeah okay yeah, but I guess we can get right into our new talk. Like, we're back on the Christian Reddit post. Yes, another Christian Reddit. <laughs> but today we have a special guest, Drumroll. Okay, I'm not going to do that to you guys. <laughs> no Drumroll. Okay. Imagine it. But this is my friend Jonah from Texas. Yeehaw. Say hi, Jonah. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Jonah. Yes. Thanks for coming on. No yeah. problem. No problem. No problem. Yeah, so I guess let's jump into this topic. It's super long and it's super, it's a hard one. <laughs> but I think this is a great space to like dive in and really talk about it. Ooh, it's juicy. It's juicy. What, what, what's the title? Give me the title. So this one is, I Need Prayer for Dating. Ooh, don't we all. <laughs> we do, we do. Okay, okay, let's, let's, have, let's have a, a status check. Okay, I'm single. <laughs> Single as a Pringle. <laughs> Jonah, what about you? I'm single as well. Okay. Yay. You know, okay. So we all know that it's difficult in our respective places. Yeah, for sure. And I oh. think genera- generationally too. Because, anyway, this world is whack. And people out here are whack. They're wilding, yes. <laughs> they, they really are. We all know. But we also have to, like, I've been looking at a lot of dating coaches, um, especially online and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we all have to be able to see our own individual issues as well to see other people better. So, you know, yeah. everybody needs to look inwardly and get yeah. that figured out. <laughs> look at the, what is it? The blank in your eye before you look at the speck in someone else's. Yes. But anyways, that's a whole other whole other time. We'll get into it. But anyway, more content. No. <laughs> more content. Okay, so the post this is written from the perspective of a guy. So I can't necessarily relate, but like overall themes. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, so 
the person says, this post is going to be a long post, but I hope that not only does the Holy Spirit speak through some of you and that he puts words of wisdom in your hearts to talk to me. I also declare that this helps other brothers and sisters who may be struggling with the same dilemma. Mm -hmm. For about two years, I've actively been trying to pursue women that I could date. And while not wanting to get married yet, I'm currently 19, the person. Okay. <laughs> um, Future thinking, well, sir. He says, he says, I want a relationship that will put God first. I guess he can pause there. Because for me personally, I mean, like, I guess I've been in Christian circles all my life. Like, I went to preschool, elementary, and middle school was all a Christian private school. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've known, I mean, I guess, like, what I've noticed, especially in, like, middle school, is kind of, like, people were already thinking about that kind of stuff, at least in the Christian circles. Because I know a lot of Christians who get married young. So it's not like unusual for people in Christian circles to start thinking about marriage that young. Like at for me, seventeen. I mean, at, I mean, at, yeah. me at like literally sixteen, seventeen, I started thinking about my future. <laughs> like, but why? So why is it that we? Is, is that specifically a Christian phenomenon, or is that you know from somewhere else? Like, or or you know, why is it that we start thinking about? marriage that early is it because we know that in, in the bible paul says it's better to marry than to burn <laughs> and so we're like well <laughs> or is it like um the calling do, do do we think that we're ready for the calling of marriage at that time because honestly yeah at that age as well growing up in the church i was thinking okay the person that i go out with i have to be ready to marry them i can't just go out and date to date Ooh. i mean i think like uh, oh jonah were oh, you gonna you say can, something you can go ahead. no no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. oh okay. i think okay personal little tidbit like my parents got married at 19. So oh yeah like, your parents yeah. like <laughs> they got married right out of like high school like yeah. literally so like in my like i well, I was there when they turned 24. Like, that's when I was born. <laughs> oh, but, like, wow. I've just known in the back of my head, like, they were young when they got married. So it wasn't, like, a foreign idea to me. It's just like, yeah. okay. You know that it can work. It like, can it is work. possible. And I just had a friend. I mean, she's not Christian, but she just got married. And we're, we're both 21. So it's like, I'm familiar with it. But at the same time, I'm like, we just came out the womb, people. <laughs> you know, what do you think, Jonah? What do you think, like, a reason like Christians might start dating thinking or thinking about marriage. Early, yeah. Um, me personally, I didn't really think about marriage a whole lot when I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really know the reason. It's also, I don't know when you feel that person and you're just like, this is, this is right. They push me towards God. They actually like push me in the right direction and they keep me on that path. That's more of the, like, okay, I'm mature enough. Let's go ahead and tie the knot situation. Um, but I mean, I, my best friend got married at 21. My other friend, other really close friend, he's a Christian. He was, he wanted to get married out of high school, but <clears throat> his then girlfriend and now uh, wife, they decided to wait until uh, they were like 22. So still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, like, in a circle where everybody's getting married young. Like, my little brother's going to get married <laughs> in June. He's oh, going to wow. be 22. Uh, my other friend, he got married when he was 22. So, it's just, like, everybody's getting married in their early 20s. And But the thing is, is they're finding the right person. Like, mm. they're actually seeking out. And then they're just, like, this person makes me better in every way. So, why do I need to? sit up here and um date other people yeah and and you said date to date that was yeah no (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah don't oh that i think okay kid like we're from different generations because i feel like in your generation it was kind of like people didn't get married too young but it's kind of like they're figuring themselves out and then yeah they got married but then my generation like your sister pointed it out in a conversation the other day, like, our, my generation, 
Yeah. They're just like, it's like going backwards in time. Like people are just like, let's do it. Let's build life together. I, I think that that might come from probably seeing because okay, for, it's it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like Gen Xers historically have like high divorce rates. Millennials historically have not been getting in relationships. Case in point, unfortunately. Okay. Um, and then Gen Zers are just okay. Chase me to the altar. Like, oh my god! <laughs> so it's like they learn from the other two generations. Like, no, I need to seek happiness with the right person early. Ooh, that makes okay. sense. I mean, like for me in my head, because I think like I think practically. <laughs> I'm like I'm still thinking. I just came out of the womb. Like I just left college. Let me figure out like what is left and right before someone says. Like there's nothing wrong with that because you don't want to be like an awful version of yourself mm-hmm. getting into a relationship with someone and then dragging them down or they drag mm-hmm. you down you know yeah but yeah it depends on maturity to see who yeah. they are for real exactly i okay. guess it depends on maturity right let me let you get back oh yeah, yeah this whole side <laughs> we, we did this a lot Jonah, so just come along for the ride <laughs> oh no you good I did, however, seek women who aren't Christian, oh my gosh, with the hope that they would accept Jesus in their hearts and love the Lord as much as I do. Okay. But, wow. wait, 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 the first thing, we got it. Oh. Wait, wait, I just want to start because I want to yeah. ask Jonah a question. Okay, Jonah, as, as a guy, because maybe we have a different standpoint as women, but as a guy, mm-hmm. as a Christian man, Yes. Is it ever a good idea to try and date someone thinking that you, you can convert them? No, definitely not. <laughs> it, it ruins your relationship with God. In my personal opinion, it ruins your relationship with God because you're putting all this work in to help the other person like, oh, let's edge you on to God. And then at the end of the day, you look at yourself, and you're just like, oh, crap, my relationship with God is poor right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. absolutely bad because I've been focused on somebody else and their relationship. So, no. Right. Okay. Well, I guess we all stand on the same point because I, I've heard the term missionary dating, where you date to convert. <laughs> don't ever, ever do that. People listening, yeah. don't ever do that because That's number one, thing to me. no one wants, no one wants you to change them. Like we're yeah. stubborn, okay? And to try to convert someone to something as like groundbreaking as a christian faith like that because for okay as a christian like being a christian that is your life it's not just like part of you it's yeah, literally that's a lifestyle you, you have chosen it's a lifestyle so mm-hmm. if you come drag somebody and say hey come live like me they're like no but i like i like to do other things yeah. I, li- I like gossiping about people what are you talking about <laughs> I the tea sis like, we can't sit down and discuss the tea like i'm right. not in it into your loving and caring for other people trust me like i've had plenty of friends who love to gossip and things like that and then when i don't really want to they're like what's wrong with her (laughs) okay i'll continue okay the person says but i realized this wasn't what the bible says according to second corinthians 6 14 so i'm guessing i think that verse is don't be on equally yoke if it's not Y'all Christians out there got a Bible. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> anyway, so the person said, I decided to leave this in the hands of God and ask for a godly woman who loves the Lord more than she would love me. In other terms, I decided to be patient and wait for the Lord's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, that, the person came around and realized, do not mission every day. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot just make something happen. Yeah, and to leave it in God's hands, which is, it's, it's a hard thing to do, especially with something as profound as dating. Like, that's someone, yeah. you're, like, you're looking for that person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And I feel like God cares a whole lot about that. So to leave that in his hands, it shows a sign of maturity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then also, like, you're like, God, like, you know what's best for my life. And you know, if it's in your will, like, if there's a person out there for me, that you're going to bring that person to me, like when we get together, it's gonna be like a really beautiful thing. It's not gonna be easy, but at least like 
people on both sides are being prepared to meet each other to continue doing life together. Exactly, because like when yeah. you think about it, when when you're when you're doing that missionary dating, I love that term. <laughs> when you're missionary dating, the thing that attracted you to that person may change if they convert mm-hmm. to Christ, or the thing that attracted you to that person may be something that you know they cannot become a Christian and still hold on to that. So it's like, what are you actually looking for? You need to let God bring that to you because uh, unless they are at the same level as you are, when you all get together, you can't see them clearly. You're trying to bring them up. You don't know what they're going to be like when they get to your level, if they get to your level. Well, that's a word. Like full transparency moment. Like I, of course, high school. (laughs) I just, (laughs) like I, I, Obviously, like, that was a time where I guess I became aware of guys and like, oh my, this world is so cool. Like, I, I did get my crushes or whatever. You can call it crushes. And like, I would crush on like Christian guys. But like, something that I've noticed is like, I was always ahead of them. I, I guess you can say like deeper in my faith, not necessarily ahead, but mm-hmm. deeper in my faith than they would be. And it's like, it's hard because in your head you're thinking don't be unequally yoked you're thinking okay non-christians like but i think it also translates absolutely into when you're both believers like if you're not on at least like you're not if one of you is like super deep in your faith and the other person is like yeah never praise never fast yeah they're not yeah. taking it seriously like i would not advise anyone to enter a relationship like that but if it's someone like you're both running hard after god you might not be on the same exact level, but at least you guys are moving in the same direction. Like, if it's someone who's willing to grow with you, like, run with it, I guess. <laughs> and a lot of that has to do with spiritual leadership and, and like, your relationship, yeah. you know? Or that, for real, because me, personally, I believe that, like, the guy should be the spiritual head of the household. And if you, in your personal walk with God, like, you're, if that's not, Align correctly. Yeah, I don't want you leading me. Like I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> you can be a great person, but no, like no hard feelings. You go work on yourself with Jesus. Yeah, I can wait. Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you think, Jonah? Um, I definitely agree with you in that it's the entire unequally yoked, and it's very much so if your relationship isn't on the same page. Because in high school, so in high school, I dated a girl that she was Catholic. And um, I mean, it didn't work, obviously. But it's just like, we were on totally different pages. And Mm. like my family, we were very much tied into the church. I had, and so when I was in high school, I, I had a personal relationship with God, but not as much as I did when I finally like left my parents' house and graduated high school. And like went off, did my, like went to school, got my own personal relationship, did my own, like, right. it's just a lot better now. Yeah, versus that's when it Yeah, versus then, it was very much like parents, but it still was just like, oh, you're not, you're not where I'm at by any means. Like, with spiritually, her. yes, with her, yeah, with her, but it was like spiritually, mentally, it was just like emotionally, you're not even mature in Christ yet mm. and like the things you're starting to see in, in like in your walk in faith which is it's nice to see growth but I'm just like I noticed that when I was like 11 or 12 like we're 17 years old you should be getting there a little bit sooner and that's just that's me being me but um mm-hmm. yeah no I it's it, yeah it's, it's difficult hard. it's weird <laughs> it's hard for me to explain no, but I, I get it because you know there there are definitely different levels. Um, just because two people pro- profess that they are Christians, both can be Christians, but there is something. There's a portion of the Bible that speaks to people who are um, 
able to to digest the meat of the gospel and those who are still on the milk of the gospel mm -hmm. and, yes. and that's showing your maturity in Christ with how, how much you are able to digest and truly understand and then equip for daily life so that definitely comes out in, in terms of relationships you know one of my big, biggest fears in a relationship is to be with somebody and like we're going through some issue. I think I said it before on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I can't be there saying, okay, let's kneel down and pray. You're like, no, we got to pay the rent. I need to go run a lick. Like, I can't yeah. be somebody yeah. who, who's thinking of doing that. And I'll give one other example of something that I came across and that I witnessed. Um, so I used to work for um, a church and they had um these little surveys that couples would fill out before going <laughs> before getting married like as a part of couples counseling and i mean it's hundreds and hundreds of questions and i don't know who the couples are but i would have to grade them and i noticed on one of the sheets that like i was grading the the woman's test and her, her survey said, oh, who's going to be the spiritual leader of the household? And she said, the man. And then I was grading the man's test. And it said, who's going to be the spiritual leader of the household? And he said, the woman. And I was like, oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so neither of them want to take up the spiritual leadership, man. So what's, what's going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> That's a sticky situation. Like, I hope they're doing okay now. <laughs> I, actually, I don't think they got married, honestly. Well, or oh, wow. they get married with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe God saved them from some heartbreak. Yeah, child, like you're not on the same. Like even that, like knowing your role in a relationship. Yes. If y'all are on the same page, like it was all over the place. Mm, that's intense. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah. going> to <laughs> Anyways, okay, so person says, fast forward to the present. I'm a college student, and I've met a wonderful Christian girl who loves Jesus and is a firm believer in his sacrifice. Okay. Oh, that's cute. Okay. We've talked and have spent some time together, and while I have sent her signals about my interest in her, I'm not sure she's reciprocating. I'm not going to laugh. My bad. <laughs> she's oh, let wow. me know that. She sees me as a great friend and appreciates me for always pointing her to Christ. Taylor, why are you laughing at <laughs> Because that was me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you, you said that line I before? Listen, I'll get to that in a sec. Okay. <laughs> I always encourage her and remind her to look up to our God because through him, we strengthen ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Story time with Tay. <laughs> so, like, I have liked guys in the past. Like, one of my most recent crushes, like, a long time ago. Um, we're both Christian and like we love like some of the same things and like oh my gosh God like this is cool cute whatever whatever and like I pray to God I'm like God show me if there's any red flags because right now I'm seeing green flags and, like I'm blindsided I'll tell you that like off the bat I was blindsided <laughs> and I'm like God show me all the red flags and, and they just flooded sure down answered me. like when I tell you I was I was in tears I'm like God why is it Christian and he was like yes sweetie but he is not gonna be able to lead you like where yeah. he's at like absolutely not yeah and like when I have to tell him like, I'm sending him signals that I'm interested in him and he's like I guess deflecting them but he would act like he was interested it would just mess with my heart oh but, it's like, yeah. but then when I finally like got those like when God like revealed those things to me it was hard to say like okay I asked him like are you still interested and he's like yeah I am and what about you? It took me a while to say, like, I think we should just pursue Jesus individually because I don't think it's wise to pursue any relationship right now. Like, I didn't explain X, Y, Z. Maybe that I should have, but I told him, like, I want to see you become, like, a real man of God. Like, if it's even if it's not for me, but, like, just in general, your relationship with God, I want to see it grow and flourish, but I don't think you should pursue anything mm -hmm. at this time. Like, it was hard to say, but I think, like, as Christians, we shouldn't spiritualize everything. Sometimes you just need to be direct and honest and be like, yeah. hey, I'm not interested in you. Or, hey, I just truly value our friendship. I don't see you that way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? Because I, I feel like 
I'm such a nice person. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm like working on being like um upfront, especially about something as serious where people's hearts are, are involved. Yeah. Yeah. So I recently saw something that actually um made me even convicted because there have been a lot of times where I knew that there was nothing I didn't have any feelings really for the person, like romantic feelings. I cared about them as a person and a human being. Like, I don't want to see you suffer, but I also don't want to see you suffer over there. Like, not next to me. (laughs) So it's like, um, I I have had those times. And instead of letting the person know that there was no chance, I kind of let, because I thought that I was being nice. And that... I recently found out, you know, that that's not a nice thing. That's actually a cruel thing. And so it's it's better to just let someone know, you know, hey, like when, when the possibility of a relationship ends, it's better to just let someone know, especially when you know how much they care about you, because then it stops them from continuing to waste time and put up blinders like you said to everyone else that could actually be for them Mm -hmm. so what you did was actually really the right thing (laughs) it was i was cutting it it off a lot of wisdom because it's hard because like i said like i've been praying for my future husband like since i was 16 years old like i'm 21 now that's five years of like roller coaster emotions, like, oh, is this Sam God? Like, is it a cute guy? No, obviously not. <laughs> but like, just to be like and get like close, what I thought was getting close to something, and God's like, uh uh-uh, uh, absolutely not, sweetie. Yeah. But like, even no, even in his no, because I trusted him, I know that he saved me from a lot of heartbreak. Oh, yeah. Because if I had pursued, if I had given that person a chance, person if you're ever listening like no hard feelings like you're my friend like i i love you like a friend like <laughs> always i love you with the love of jesus yes. that's what that used to say <laughs> in Christ. but like it would not have been a healthy thing at all and yeah. it took like a lot of trust in god to be like okay god like you have my heart and whoever out there is supposed to get it like i don't want to get into something that i should not get into i don't want to be like outside of your will pretty much Mm-hmm. And then hurt myself in the process and someone else. Like, literally your son. Like, I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. I don't want him hurting me. Like, let's, I trust you to lead me wherever you need to lead me. So, okay. Yeah. Th- this is the thought that I just had. I'm not equating anybody to, to, to pets or animals or anything like that. <laughs> okay. But one of the, the I, I love YouTube. One of the, the YouTubers that I really like is, um, that that dog whisperer, I, I forget his name, but I don't know. <laughs> he always he he does the pet rescue and he he goes to houses where dogs are being disobedient and all that stuff. And one of the things that he sh- demonstrates to show that a dog is being obedient is when you put something that you they want in front of them. And they don't move because you haven't told them that it was theirs yet. That's a word. Bro, as you were talking to me, like the connection just came together. And it's like, that's what God does with us. He puts the thing, the shiny thing that you have convinced yourself that you want. He knows it's not for you, but he's really testing your obedience to him. When he says, no, that's not, that's not yours yet. No, that's not yours. It's, it's not time don't touch it nope sit right there sit nope i know it looks shiny i know it looks good over there i know you can get more money if you do this thing mm-hmm. i know you can do you know if you put these pictures up then you can have all these guys in your dms i know you can do that right third track like yeah yeah you can get a lot of them but are any of them your spouse no so let's just sit right here mm-hmm. you're not going to touch it like that's 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 what he's doing with us and he really does that like and i feel like we get through so many counterfeits <laughs> before like you run into the like the real thing yeah so it's like how how much time are you going to waste on the counterfeits child mm. that's a word <laughs> <laughs> I, i've wasted so much time on counterfeits 
Young Taylor, she I've matured, folks. Okay, self awareness <laughs> is very important. Okay, yeah. All right, Jonah, feel free to cut on in. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh. Well, okay, so the entire thing with counterfeits, I definitely feel that, and I definitely, mm-hmm. I personally, I'm very um, decisive, I guess, but, so, my relationship with God is very much like, okay, like, I'm not, like, maybe I like this person or whatever, whatnot, but some just ain't feeling right, and it's just, you know, it's discern, it's discernment, and mm-hmm. it's understanding, like, Okay, I have like something in my heart or in my head or in my spirit or even in my gut just doesn't feel good about this. So I'm not going to waste my time. I'm good. If it comes back around, cool. That means it is what it is, but I'm move on. Like my like life keeps going. God mm-hmm. will it's all in God's timing. It's not And that was like you said trust him. That was one of the big things I had to learn when I graduated was everything you have to trust him in every little thing of life. Like, even if you're trying to get on the right diet, you have to trust that it's the, you have to trust him enough to be like, is this the right actual diet for me to actually get healthy? (laughs) Like, even in these smallest amount of things, like these smallest things, you have to not just like trust, but also faith. Like, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see what's going on, but you just got to trust that he knows better than you because he does. So, yeah. trust his voice for real and that's so true because okay for me i'm the complete opposite like i'm indecisive like if i see two great options i'm like god i need like a neon sign in the sky <laughs> <laughs> tell me where to go <laughs> because and then i'll get paralyzed with fear and be like okay but i don't want to make the wrong choice so i'm just not gonna move i'm not gonna do anything and it took me a while like trust me i'm always in a version Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. Um, have faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the and evidence of things not seen. And I have a, like, in my heart, I'm like, I have that written on my heart. Like, open my heart, it's sketched in there. <laughs> but it's like a matter of me, like, believing it and living it out. And it took me a yep. while to get there. Like, mm. when was it? Like, the moment that I really, like, God humbled me in that was when, it has nothing to do with dating, but it was uh college like choosing a college to go to mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. gonna go to a christian college i remember my, that yeah when i told you i had all i had to do was move on campus like literally i had my roommate's contact information i knew my room i knew the campus inside out like i i knew that campus i walked on that campus and i felt like okay this could be where i, I felt peace about it in my heart in my head i guess in my head like I'm like I could I could live here and go all night. This would be great. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I know. And I'm like, God, what do you mean no? Like this is a Christian college. I'm gonna do missionary stuff, ministry, yes. all this good stuff for you. It, it what do you mean? Perfect. It was so perfect. And he was like, no. And when I tell you, I was like, okay, God, like this is so mean. Like why would you do that? And I was so depressed. Like for that summer after I graduated. Wow! Like I you know, always wondered why you didn't go to the Christian school. I didn't know because that. God was like, "No, Taylor." And I was like, "God, wow. I'm I'm wrestling with you on this one." Like people, yeah. I don't think y'all like. Okay, I know you all are just <laughs> listeners and stuff, but I don't think you all understand. Like all she talked about for a better part of like a year was going to this Christian college, and then suddenly, like you weren't going anywhere. That is obedience. When I tell you, yeah. I called the admissions <laughs> office, and I was like. Well, I just feel like God is telling me I can't go. And he's like, what do I need to do to keep you here? And I'm like, there's nothing you can do. God is telling me not to go. Wow. And I was shaking. Like, I was crying on the phone. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. It took wow. me a while to like let go. Like when I tell you, I held onto that thing so long. And everything, like all the doors were just slamming shut. I'm like, God, why? What is wrong? And he put me at another school close to home, like 30 minutes away. And I ended up graduating college early. Mm-hmm. Doing wow. the, I guess a cool degree. Like I can do whatever <laughs> I want with it. Yeah. I'm not in a massive amount of debt like I would have been if I had gone to that Christian school. I'm, and it happened my 
So I graduated high school 2019. And then COVID hit in 2020. So I would have been away from family. Yeah. They would have to drive hours away from home to come help me move away. No, none of that happened. It was like yeah. God was protecting me. I didn't even know it until COVID hit. I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Like, you were looking yeah. out for me. I'm sorry for like the attitude. <laughs> that is yep. obedience. That Literally. is such obedience. You, you know, you're this, you're, I think maybe the second person that I have heard like a true testimony of God telling them something right before COVID hit. Because the other one is a very prominent minister. Um, over Alfred Street Baptist Church, he, he's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I cannot forget this. And at the end, co- coming close to the end of 2019, like the last quarter, he um, he said that he, he came up to the church and there's a whole video there. And he said, listen, I heard from God. He is calling me to a time of, um, I forgot the word that he used, but basically for him to step down from the pulpit, like have everybody, yeah, like a whole sabbatical. He, so he was not going to be pastoring in, in for, for the next few months. Da, 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 da. He came back to the church, I think at the beginning of February, right as COVID was about to ravage the whole country in 2020. And I mean, like their church grew massively over the pandemic because they were just poised properly mm-hmm. to uh, put all the sermons out on media. And he had a fresh take on everything. And because they couldn't have any ministers coming in, now he was back up after uh, having that sabbatical for months and he was able to preach every week like clockwork. Wow. Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> you're getting chills. <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> so hearing stories like that, I'm like, yeah, God was warning a lot of people that something was going to happen in 2020. Yeah. And I didn't even know wow. it was going to happen, but like even just that moment of trust where I had to let go and be like, God, you know the best thing for my life. And throughout the pandemic, he kept showing that to me. So, like, now when it comes to, like, dating, I'm like, God, like, you just open the door and, like, do your thing. Because yes. I, I do not like stressing about stuff. And, like, put it, you don't have to use a neon sign, God. Like, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm past that now. Like, you just, because I know if it's from God, like, he'll confirm it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through his word, you know? And, like, there's a verse. Oh, my goodness. Let me find it. It's in Hosea chapter 2, verse 19 to 20. And, like, so I was in a woman's Bible study, and, like, we were studying the book of Hosea. Okay, so, like, the book of Hosea is basically about the relationship between God and Israel reflected in Hosea and Gomer's relationship. Gomer had a prostitute tendency. She was in the streets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. she was but in the streets. Yeah, she really was. But Hosea faithfully loved her and brought her back home. They have kids together. Even though she'd run away, he'd bring her back, you know? Yeah. So, like, that that pursuing that God does. And, and showing like, Israel's yeah. relationship with, with God, God and how Israel kept going to other gods just like she kept going to other men. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, a verse that really stood out to me while I was studying it um, was Hosea chapter 2, verses 19 to 20. And it says, I will take you to be my wife forever. I will take you to be my wife in righteousness justice love and compassion i will take you to be my wife in faithfulness and you will know the lord so like for me when i read those two verses i was like god like i got chills like i always get chills when i read the bible yeah but it's like whoa here's a man who he loved his wife unconditionally Mm -hmm. even though she wasn't like committed to their covenant relationship he faithfully pursued her and that just reminded me of like God's love for us, how we might run away and be in the street, but he's going to bring us back home like if we let him. Like yeah. He'll bring us back and if we can stay. We have an option to stay or leave. So wow. like for me, like with dating and like marriage in mind, like when I know, I guess like when I guess when I start dating, like to see those qualities, like I see a person who, um, like I said, they love unconditionally. Like it doesn't matter what's going on. Like they're loving, like their their source of love. Like I know it's coming from God. You know? Yeah. So like to be able to trust that. Like I said, God. Like these two verses. Like I'm trusting you on this. Like I know you're gonna bring that person who's gonna show me 
because of that love, he's going to show me, like, I'm going to know the Lord through that love. Yeah. You know, and if I'm seeing, like, qualities in other people around me that I, I can't tell, like, if they're Christian or not, then I know not to entertain them. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that was my little tidbit. So, like, this person in this Reddit, but <laughs> even oh, wait, though, yeah, was going to say <laughs> Jonah, were you going to say something? No. Oh, <laughs> we all pause, like, patiently waiting. It's okay. So, wait, no, but I wanted to yeah. say for, for that verse, it's really, it's really awesome when you think about it, because when you, when you have someone who's in a, a cheating relationship, and one person is being faithful to the relationship, the other person is cheating, it would always say, man, you know, this person, they're cheating so much, they couldn't handle it if you cheated on them, mm. right? Mm. So if you think about it in the, in the same terms as the verse, the faithfulness that God shows us, where would humanity be if God was to be unfaithful to us as we are often to him? Ooh. I mean... Mm. He initiated the covenant for salvation mm. um, on his behalf. Like, he did it himself. He initiated it, and he's upholding it. So, like, for him, God, like, literally cannot be unfaithful. That's yeah. untrue to his character. Yeah. But he invites us in to partake in that um, loving relationship, you know? And then even for, like, dating relationships, I think, like, even though dating is not like a topic in the Bible, they just got married and did their thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they did. I mean, they didn't have distractions. Your like, parents dated. Like, <laughs> they, they really, it felt like they were dating like Bible times. I'm just yeah. <laughs> but like, even for something, like, because the ultimate goal is marriage, and like, you know that the marriage is going to be a picture of Christ in the church, how Christ loves his bride unconditionally. So, like, for me, in that those two verses in Hosea, I'm like, God, if it's your will, <laughs> I know, like, I know that I'll know when I see this, like, with my eyes. Like, I have faith. Like, I don't doubt that God could do it at all. Yeah. But I have faith, like, I'm going to trust him to make it happen. Like, I don't have to force anything. It'll happen, and it'll just blow my mind. 100%. 1,000%. And, like, I don't have to question if this person is committed to me if they're interested like it'll be the person will be like upfront about it because i feel like christians like we're we're kind of bad sometimes i'd be upfront and like honest like we spiritualize so much like oh god is telling me we should season a singleness no bro like you're just not interested in her you don't attract it to her just say that don't like spice it up just it's okay you can be honest it'll hurt but like and do it out of love and ask God for the right words, but yeah. don't be don't be shady about it. <laughs> so what's the, is that the rest of the post? Yeah, no, no, no. So the post is long, y'all. <laughs> anyway, so the person says, I wanted to come forward and open up my heart about my intentions, but I feel like she's intentionally been wishing to remain single. Mm. This has also caused me to rethink my motivations, and I'm not sure if I'm still called to a season of singleness. It's been challenging. I feel like the answer to my prayers, like this is the answer to my prayers, but at the same time, I don't see anything confirming 100% that this is someone that the Lord has put in my path. What should I do? What does scripture say about self-doubt? I've wanted a relationship and my friendship with her has made me significantly closer to God, but at the same time, I feel like it has furthered me away from Jesus. I don't know how to add up. <laughs> I don't know either. It's okay. So the person. Pretty much the rest of the post, they're really conflicted and they just want guidance, you know? And I think, go ahead, Kim. I feel like yeah. the conflict is is you wanting something that God is showing you red flags about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, no, no, like, what would you do in a situation? Like, the girl is just like, brother in Christ and you're like right. but because <laughs> he's basically oh. like God told me you're my wife and she's like he didn't tell me like one of the big things he says is uh he's not a hundred percent about it and so but he is like he's pretty set in stone that like this friendship is actually pushing us both pretty pretty far in our relationship with God 
And then he also says, um, but he feels like it's pushing him further away at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's pushing him further away because the thing is, is if you're frustrated or you're impatient with God, which it's okay to be that. Like in my personal opinion, I'm just like, you're allowed to do that. That's perfectly fine. But it's like, yeah, but it's, it's okay because when you're frustrated and you're mad, you're also really close with God because you're communicating with him nonstop. You're just like, I'm a little upset right now. You need to help me out with this like situation. Um, you're constantly talking. You're constantly in a conversation. Um, but the way I would deal with this situation is, okay, cool. Like friends, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, obviously, something's not sitting completely right with him. So, mm-hmm. no, don't push it further than it needs to be. Just because, like, of course, communicate how you feel somewhat but if she's not reciprocating it and something in you is also telling you like no like this isn't what you think it is obviously just stick with the friendship like no that's i don't that's me i'm very much like having friends that are christians and strong christians and pushing you on the right path I'll take that any day over a relationship that I'm iffy about, that I'm just like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. Like, I don't want to cancel out a friendship just because I'm just like, eh, we, we can see how this is. No, you're not dating to date. You're not trying to, like, see or, like, do a trial and error or a trial run on them. Like, no, you're going to just waste your time. It's in God's timing. Don't rush it. Be patient. Like, calm down. Talk to God. Yeah. So, so I have a question for you. Yes, for you both. Mm-hmm. So how how responsible should we be for another person's feelings? So and and I see this is part of what I what I um brought up earlier when you're in not involved with someone, but when you know someone and you're starting to become aware that they have romantic feelings for you and you don't feel the same way, like how how responsible should we be for the other person's feelings? And I, I okay, so I'll, I'll put it like this and you guys may think I'm corny, but there, <laughs> there's this dating show that I, I really love. Is it Love is Blind? I love Love is Blind too, oh. but it's not Love is Blind. It's called, it, it, it's it's kind of, uh, I shouldn't say it. It's, it, okay, so it's called Ready to Love. And and sometimes the people on there, they, they, they move mad. They, 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 they do some stuff that they don't need to be doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. part, part of the show, um, there was a couple, like two people from the very beginning, you can tell, or we can tell as an audience that they had a strong relationship, but the other people on the show may or may not have known. Mm-hmm. But these two people decided that they wanted to get to the end of the show. And in order to do that, you have to have connections with other people. Mm-hmm. So they kind of pretended to have connections with other people and played on their emotions to get them to the end. And then when it came to the end and they let go of all the other people, the, the other people are like, well, can you at least give me an apology for not for leading me on? And they're like, why should I give you an apology when everybody knew that we had the strongest connection from the beginning? Mm. So it was like, how, how much responsibility did that person have? And not to say that, you know, we live in a game show. We don't. And sometimes you can really not know how much a person is feeling you or what they're thinking towards you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how much responsibility, even as Christians, do we have when dealing with other Christians if they have romantic feelings for us that we don't reciprocate? Uh, I think, okay. So I've been on the receiving end <laughs> of that. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, he when they have not let me there, which is fine. Like, I have thick skin now. <laughs> But like, um, how would I say it? Okay, if we're both Christians, like yeah. we know that this, like we live in community. Like I think as Christians, we have a responsibility to be as loving as we can and to take their feelings into consideration. Right. 
but you're not responsible for how they respond to what you say. Mm. So I think, like, for me, like, when a guy would say, like, mm, I just want to be friends, I'm like, okay, cool. I would be sad about it, but, like, I can't, like, be mad at them for not seeing me in a different way. You know, that's when, like, you would break your own heart. <laughs> like, yeah. you get upset at them for no reason, but, and then, like, you're saying, Jonah, like, you don't want to throw away a whole friendship because y'all are not, like, on that same, on that level. same level. Like, no, I've, I've still had great friendships with people that I used to like, and, like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to, you just have to be aware, like, consider how they might feel about it, but be as loving as you can when you approach and say hey i'm not interested in a relationship but i truly value our friendship and i think like people if you know like this person is pretty mature like they'll take it fine but if they like act out about it like that's on them at that point because you the ball was in their court at that point after you said like i'm not interested so yeah i i understand both sides um, like the entire side of just like, no, you don't have to, um, yeah. yeah, the entire like, no. And then yes part, um, I'm more of a person who is, I don't want to be, I don't know. I'm not the friendliest with things. <laughs> Dang, you're direct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm direct, but it's also. Like if we don't if it if we don't really communicate it then I'm sorry we shouldn't have a problem when we finally do because neither of us really communicated it you can't be upset all right cool just move on mm-hmm. but if we're communicating the entire time like this is just a friendship that's all it is and then either I create feelings or the other person creates feelings and then they communicate that then yes the soft like gentle handling of that situation I fully get that but being direct and being very much because okay so the funny thing is is yes my name is jonah but i've also like i think i don't know when it was might have been a week and a half ago i read through all of the uh the chapters of jonah mm-hmm. and when you're talking about somebody who's direct and he's like, <laughs> like he was talking with god and he was just like so when are you gonna burn this place up Nineveh. yeah and he was just sitting there watching like it was a movie and God yeah. didn't do anything and he got mad at God. He was like, yeah. they're bad people. And it's... I but have to bring that up. A lot of people forget how Jonah ends. He was salty. Yeah, he was real salty. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, he was direct and he, and he even, when he walked through Nineveh, he told the people like, hey, you know, if you don't change from your ways that you're at right now, like he communicated the problems and then they fixed it. Like, mm-hmm. That is, in my personal opinion, I'm like, that's top tier. They, he communicated it, <laughs> told them multiple times, fix your problems, and God won't burn this place down. But if you don't, he going to burn you. Like, <laughs> and they fix the problem. And to me, like, communication is huge. Like, if you're not communicating, you can't be upset when things finally get communicated. You can't. That's me. But if you are communicating, you can be a little upset. Like, I get it, but I'm still not in charge of how you feel. I'm still not the person that's like, or not in charge, but I can't really help you through your feelings. That's deep. That's really deep. And I think, like, even in the story of Jonah the prophet, like, um, I feel like even then, like, the people's hearts were prepared to hear what Jonah was going to say. So, again, if you've gone to God and talked about it, and he's like, trust me on this like this is not something like i want you in and you trust him and go in and say that i think that other person's heart most of the time will be prepared <laughs> to like hear what you're gonna say maybe they might react like weird at first but after a while i feel like they might come to understand it especially like if you two are believers yeah. so and if god is yeah. sending you for real like god's not gonna send you somewhere where he hasn't like prepared a way like trust and believe where God um, guides, he provides. Yeah. And I think Jonah is such a unique story because you have a town filled with people. They did not know what they were doing was wrong. And then Jonah came and told them, hey, this is wrong. And they said, oh, for real? Okay, who's that? 
And it's like, boom, a success story. Although he didn't take it well. But yeah. that was a success story. So when, when you relate it back to relationships, mm-hmm. that, that's really showing how much communication can help. Because if the other person is like trampling all over your feelings when they say something. Like, okay, for instance, when I laugh at somebody, I always laugh and I'm like, okay, you weirdo. <laughs> If someone has bad connotations to hearing, to being called weirdo or to hear the word weirdo, like they think of someone in the state, like who's having serious issues and they're like, dang, why is she saying that about me? Then I don't know that what I'm doing is making them feel a way. So they have to tell me. And once they tell me, I can say, oh, wow, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. I won't call you weirdo anymore. Because it didn't mean what it meant to that person for me. So, yeah, I just, I I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, that's true. I fully get that because, so I'm also, I'm a teacher and a coach, just so, yeah. Um, And I do that with my students all the time. And we usually, and usually it's with my homeroom. We have, I think it's like a 15, 20 minute period at the end of the day. And that's usually when, like, I'm like, okay, let's get everything on the floor. Let's discuss what we need to discuss. Like, um, did I, like, about really anything. And they communicate, like, the problems. Like, this is what's going on here. Maybe it could be with me. It could be with, like, the other teachers or whatever, whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it's just the communication in order for us to have a better environment to learn and, like, actually, like, love on each other and truly like appreciate like what we're doing and so and it creates a much better relationship it's 10 times easier because also my homeroom is where they sent all the behavior plans like all the behavior kids who don't care and they just like strictly oh and they've been acting out all day no 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 i mean like through the years Oh, like these are the kids who get, have been kicked out of school. Oh no! So, and but for me, they're like they're little angels for me. And then they go to <laughs> other classes, and it's like, oh yeah, they uh, decided to stab somebody today. And I was like, cool, cool. What they use? They're like a pencil. And I was like, okay, that's better than two weeks ago when they actually tried to stab somebody with something decently sharp, and they actually were sharpening. So, oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. So. But it, it's the community, like, I do that with my kids so often yeah. that I understand how they're feeling, and they don't even have to verbalize it anymore. We don't really, our discussions is more of a nonverbal communication. It's like, are you good? Like, is there a problem? And they just look at me like, no. We're like, cool, you and I can meet on during lunch. We'll talk about it then. It's Yeah, it's, so you created a feedback loop, and that's yeah. awesome. And it's like, why haven't? Well, I shouldn't criticize other teachers, but, you know, you you should see that more often in the educational system that there's a feedback loop because so often it's people think, okay, I'm just going to pour into this child because they're just an empty vessel and there's nothing else in them. And it's like, no, they've been having experiences outside of this classroom and other things that they have to come back and deal with. And then you're expecting them to just come to class and just be absolutely receptive. Wow. That Thank reminds you. me yes. of my, that reminds me of at least my relationship with God. <laughs> I love to journal. So sometimes like I'll just sit there and be like, God, like, I don't even know what to write, but I'll just like pour out my heart. And it's like, he already knows everything that's been going on in my life. Mm-hmm. But to be able to have that space where I can be like, okay, I'm struggling with this. I need clarity about this. Oh, thank you for this. Like, just being that open, honest communication mm-hmm. and then making space to hear from him. It's a game changer. So, like, when I think about, like, bringing it back to even dating and, like, marriage. <laughs> 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 like, just thinking about, like, okay, if if the end goal is marriage, like, I want that to reflect. Like, my relationship with God, like, at the end of the day, like, it should, it's a picture of, humanity's relationship with god you yeah know? it's like you want it to be a space where you're communicating and like not everyone's good at communication so i feel like um or we have different communication styles. yeah so like yeah. for me yep. if i'm upset about something i probably won't outright tell anyone treat and like go to god about it first but then like if if i know someone has a safe space for me like say 
hey, like, what's wrong? Yeah. Then I'll open up about it. But if I don't feel safe, I'm you're not getting a peep out of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's great that you've created that space for your students. And that's something that you can carry on in, like, any setting. Like, work, yes. school, family, whatever. So, yeah. 100%. Okay, guys. That was a great talk. Yes. I'd like to thank Jonah for coming on to give us your male perspective on Christian dating, <laughs> even though we hit on a lot of topics. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have you back on to another time, Jonah, for another topic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe teaching or something. Yeah. Okay, so listen out for the call. But, you know, that's for, for the final word, let's really take time to think about how we can create a safe space for everyone that we interact with because you never know who really needs it. Amen. That's a word. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Casey Tate. Tate. With you go, Tay, I got it right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we also, you can send in emails with topic suggestions or just comments about the, to- um, about the podcast. Okay. Yeah, hello. takes at gmail.com. Or you can always tweet us on Twitter yes. at, at kt underscore takes. Yes, use the bird app, people. I'm on there. <laughs> it's not on us yet. He put it on hold. So. Yes, I'm, I might own it. You never know. <laughs> but yeah, and we're also on Amazon Music and Audible. So you can find our podcast there. Yes, new places Ooh. to find the podcast. So we just wanted to come out in the middle of the week just to see how you all are doing. So join us again for our next episode on Saturday. Bye, Bye. guys.